Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the One and D podcast. I'm your host, Vikash, joined by my co-host, Sagar. And today, we're going to be talking about the NBA and the playoffs. Yeah, and I think it's, you know, great that we're finally getting some real, like, meaningful sports back. The bubble is fun. I enjoyed a couple of the games. Watched the play-in game between the Blazers and the uh, Grizzlies. It was some good fun, and I'm kind of hype. I want to see some good games. And we've already seen some, too. Right, yeah. So, we're recording this on... August 18th, so, um, you know, a couple of the games have already started, but that doesn't really impact our predictions, I don't think, very much, and uh, it just seems like it's going to be a fun playoffs. Like, for me personally, I'm not a big regular season guy for the NBA, just because it, uh, I watch a few games here and there, I'll watch the fourth quarter of close games that seem fun, like, uh, we watched the um, Nuggets and Lakers game earlier in the season, um, so that was pretty fun, but... Playoffs are really when, you know, people start really paying attention and especially like later in the playoffs when the games aren't so straightforward. Yeah, no, I would agree. I mean, there's a whole other level of intensity in the playoffs and a large part of it has to do with like, you know, the teams that are not making the playoffs, right? So for the elite teams out there, like the regular season, you know, they're going to make it. The games are not necessarily the most impactful. After a certain point, because early in the season, you already have a general idea of what the seeding is going to be. Um, honestly, like if you told me in the beginning of the year to predict the seeding, I would have easily told you the Bucks are the one seed, the Lakers are the one seed, um, Clippers probably the two seed, which they are, and that probably Raptors are two seed in the East. So in that sense, it's kind of predictable who the top of the top is. And then you get a general idea for who's going to make the playoffs. Uh, again, the eight seeds are kind of wild cards, as we saw this year. There could have been like a bunch of different teams in the West that could have had it. The Suns were doing good, eight and zero in the bubble. The Trailblazers behind Damian Lillard were just on fire, and he carried that team to where they are. And you know, the Grizzlies did slump. You know, we wish Zion did better so we could see him in the playoffs, but it is what it is, and we're here to give our predictions. Yeah, Zion had that stupid. Uh, minutes limit that whole time he did but also like you know nobody really expected the thunder to be that good after they just traded away everyone uh i mean and then got chris paul only so everyone thought you know huh what was, what was the percentage chance that they made the playoffs? 0.2 i think it was like 0.3 percent or something it was insanely th- low and they're the fifth seed they're no yeah. slouches yeah exactly it's crazy it's, man and like so the mavericks with luca and kp and they're like seven seats, so you know there's the Chris Paul is no joke. Right. So you want to start with the one seed versus eight seed matchups? Oh uh, yeah, sure. And so I guess we just start with the. I mean, I am assuming we both are going to pick the one seeds here. Uh, one of them is slightly more interesting than the other. At least that's what I thought going into today. But after today, I found out that the Magic beat the Bucks in the first game, which is. Totally just catching me off guard. But still, I think in that series, I have the Bucks winning it. I was going to say in four, but I guess they'll win it in five, six, maybe. What, what about you? Yeah, I mean, honestly, let's not be Paul Pierce over here and and write off the Bucks after one game, right? Like, the Bucks are the Bucks. They're probably just starting slow, and they'll easily beat the Magic. Vucevic, I believe, went off. He did. And so... Uh, you know, Vucevic is a sup- is like a star. Yeah. I don't want to say superstar, but he's a star player. It's just that he doesn't get as much recognition just because he's on the bu- I mean, on this on the Magic, and so 
Um, I think I think the Magic are slightly underrated, but I don't think they have Aaron Gordon right now. Uh, I don't think they can continue this momentum, unfortunately. So they also know, don't have their um, they don't have their rookie Jonathan Isaac, who I think right. tore his ACL. So that's another big loss. So you have two big pieces that are missing. Yeah, and I think. You know, it's the first round of the playoffs, and a lot of these, like, contenders haven't been playing their starters as much. So, you know, they're just revving up the engines. And a lot for the, a lot of these top teams, it feels like the playoffs, I mean, like, the first round is more, you know, getting everyone going. Just by virtue of the bubble alone, too. So, yeah, I say Bucks probably in, uh, let's say, five. <laughs> I think they take the next four, Yeah, I honestly. had them in four, so now my, my guess is five or six. Who knows? Yeah. And then Lakers Blazers, I think the Blazers will take a couple games here because they've just been on fire recently. And you know, there's no home field advantage in the bubble. And so that momentum will carry over. We need to see, you know, LeBron turn it up, Anthony Davis turn it up. And they don't have the Lakers don't have their key perimeter defenders. They don't have Avery Bradley to try and lock up Damian Lillard as much as he can. So their perimeter defense won't be the greatest. Now I believe Damian Lillard does take a step back from his regular season numbers in the playoffs. And who knows what why that may be, but this is a completely new playoffs. Like, the bubble is completely new for him. He's been thriving in it, and, you know, he's going to continue playing in it. So, uh, you know, Damian Lillard will probably continue his hot streak. CJ McCollum with his broke back trying to continue and be an efficient scorer. Yusuf Nurkic is huge for that team, and so he's got to play. Yeah, no, I would say um, I kind of agree with you there. They may win a couple games. I'm tending to lean towards one just because I saw them play against the Grizzlies, and the Grizzlies by no means are a great team, and they they still – it was a close game in the fourth. And that's with Lillard giving you 31. That's with – Nurkic giving you a 2020 game and McCollum pulling up clutch. So going against a well-rested Lakers team with LeBron and AD and Kuzma. And um, yeah, I I just don't think it would be feasible to win that many. Plus, I think there's like a big exhaustion factor. The Lakers are well-rested, right? They they locked up the one seed a while ago. I'd say like a week, maybe if not more than that ago. And they've been resting. LeBron James has played like... I think I checked the stat, like 150 less minutes than Lillard, which is like three full games, essentially. And in that time span, Lillard has literally been just carrying this team and willing them to win. Uh, That, coupled with the fact that McCollum has a broken back, I don't know how, like he probably had like, you know, the, uh, what's the word, adrenaline to get through that game and pull up clutch. I think he's going to, again, settle back down. They already made that high. Like, they've had that emotional high of making the playoffs. Nurkic, you know, I watched him play. It was really inspiring. But, man, I was watching that game against the Grizzlies, and he looked exhausted. He looked um like he was ready to, like, you know, just, like, <laughs> he was ready to pass out on the court. He looked very tired. And it could have been an emotional factor, of course, but I feel like he their conditioning is not, where it needs to be for them to make any kind of impact against the Lakers. So yeah, possibly, but also Nurkic was going up against, uh, you know, yeah, the Travis Kelsey. Uh, he was going <laughs> so, up. Yeah, uh, Valanciunas is no slouch no. Uh, on the defensive end, and uh, I don't think the Lakers have that comparable center. Like he'll be going against 
JaVale McGee or Dwight Howard. Who I Dwight Howard in his prime, I'm not saying, you know, that guy was one of the greatest defensive players of all time. But nowadays he's not as much of a challenge. So I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying Nurk is just gonna have a you know field day on the Lakers, but given the fact that, you know, the the Blazers have momentum and they've been scoring at a high pace, yeah, they might be tired, but that's why I think they take a couple games because um, while the Lakers are going to start revving their engines up, the Blazers have already been revving their engines and they've been playing playoff basketball for a while. I can see how maybe they would teeter out as well. I mean, uh, there was one year where Damian Lillard took the Blazers all the way to the Western Conference Finals against the Warriors, right? And then they just got demolished. And so, I don't know. With the Blazers, they seem so good and promising in the regular season. And then playoffs come around and something just happens. And they don't perform as well. Yeah, they definitely don't live up to it. And I'm interested to see what they do this time. Because this time the obstacle is very high. And I would have given them better chances in the past when they didn't show up. So it'll it'll still be a fun game to watch. I'm definitely going to watch it tonight. Because it's going to be on a nine for us, and I'm I'm interested to see what happens. Yeah, so we're we're saying we're both saying like Lakers and five, Lakers and six. Yeah, for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to move on to the two seeds now, two uh, versus sevens. Sure. Uh, you want to go first? Yeah. So let's go with the East again. Raptors versus Nets. I don't think this is going to be anywhere near a challenge for the Raptors, just because the Nets don't even have. No, not even their uh, starters outside of KD and um, Kyrie, right? Like, a lot of their starters are out, and it just doesn't seem like no. the Nets have much of a chance. I think the Raptors take it in four, probably. Yeah, I mean, coaching, depth on the bench, player, like, offense, defense. The Raptors are the most, like, team-like team in the league, exactly. if that makes sense. Yeah, like they've got five, six players averaging 15 points per yep, game. Yep. Not like in their starting lineup on their bench. It's like, they're a great team and you know, spicy P always can turn it up. I don't even think he had a good first game and they won pretty well, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't, unfortunately the Nets don't stand much of a chance in my opinion. No, I don't think so. And I, I'm in total agreement with you. Raptors in four or five, I just, you know, give the one game because you never know what could happen. But yeah, I think that's a pretty cut and dry two versus seven seed. On the other hand, the West is a little more spicy. What what are you gonna what are you thinking about that series? Dude, I was saying we were talking about it before. <clears throat> like the Mavericks are no joke. Like they can surprise people if but you know, the Clippers are gonna take this one and by virtue of lose of them winning the first game, it's just like in such unfortunate fashion, too. Like, Christoph Porzingis getting ejected in the third quarter for basically nothing. Dude, I saw that uh, in the morning after you messaged me, like, late at night. And I was like, oh, my. They gave him, a, like, a second technical for that and kicked him out? Dude, that is game-changing. That was insane to me. And what was Morris even doing? Pulling Luca around. They didn't even do any any fouls or anything for that. Exactly. And I think that's what incensed. If, if they had given a foul at the right time... Luca probably wouldn't have gotten as mad, and he didn't even do anything though. Is the thing like, wh- why is it so soft? 
What do you do? Get in his face and yell at him? Maybe push him a little bit? Well, just like an argument I've seen happen in the NBA thousands of times where there's like a little bit of a push and a shove and everyone just goes back to their own benches. And in this case, they gave him a technical that resulted him being thrown out of the game. It was totally like just over the top. I I don't like that. Yeah, it was terrible. And that changed the game. It did. Because it was still a close game after that, Mm -hmm. but... You know what? It's, there's only so much Luca can do, and that's another thing, though. Like, Luca is great, uh, and so is Kristaps, but they need someone else exactly. as well to contend in the future. Uh, like, Clippers are winning this one, uh, most likely, just because there's really like that was a close game, and that was everything the Mavericks could give. Maybe a full game from Kristaps. They'll they'll take like I think two games here in this first round, maybe. If they could mimic that first game, see, but that again, that's the problem. You want you need Luca to keep stepping up to that high mar- like margin that he who knows if he can repeat it. You know. Yeah, and see, this was uh, the problem with my prediction, right? So, I uh, so before the game started, in in my head, I had the prediction that the Mavericks were going to win the series in seven, right? And I, I was on track. And then that ejection thing, and then I saw the score. I was like, "Damn, okay." And I'm still gonna I'm gonna say the Clippers in seven now. I think the Mavs have a like a decent shot at winning, but if the Clippers get going, and it seems like they are, uh, they're too much to handle, right? You got Kawhi, you got Paul George, uh, Patrick Beverly, who who, you know is kind of overrated in both of our opinions. Um, Lou Williams, Montrezl Harrell, once he gets going, is he even in the bubble? Yeah. Okay, yeah, once he gets going, he's been out for a while. He, oh, man, yeah. Clippers. I'm going to say yeah, Clippers and I mean, seven. Even if the Mavericks won that first game, I don't think they would have had enough in the tank to take a four game, like take four games from the Clippers. I think that would have been too tough, honestly. Because, like, you know, Kawhi and Paul George, they weren't on their game in the first half, it seemed. So those are two superstars who just can take over any game alone, let alone together. So... We'll see. I don't know. The The chemistry between them two hasn't seemed to be the greatest, you know? Like, they're not... I mean, to be fair, they're not the ball distributors or anything, but, um, like, you think of Chris Dobson uh, and Luca, they're a good duo, right? Luca will drive in and kick out to Chris Dobson, who can, you know, stretch three uh, anywhere on the, on the court. And then you got, like, LeBron and AD. They're a great duo, but LeBron's a great teammate in general it's like the the connection between Paul George and Kawhi doesn't seem to be as fluid but it doesn't really need to be given how the Clippers play and how just good they are as a whole but you know their defense as a whole might be overrated in my opinion yeah it doesn't I mean, seem I, everyone it, was like oh they're not gonna the, the really defense let people thing score. is so stupid dude they they had no answer for Luka right and even when he was the like single offensive threat, realistically, he was still scoring. So the, uh, the Clippers' defense is overrated, in my opinion. They're talking about having like elite perimeter defenders and things, and I'm just I'm just saying, man, that's overrated. I mean, they do have pretty good elite perimeter defenders. I mean, Kawhi and Paul George, you can't deny that they're yeah, good. They're it's good. just that it just, it's, Patrick Beverly yeah. is a little overrated, in my opinion. He's like annoying, but mm-hmm. He's you know, he won't really defense. stop a Luka Doncic or a Russell Westbrook type guy yeah and this is a little bit of a foreshadowing but if they can't stop luca who are they which what bodies are they going to throw at braun right 
It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I'll say that much. Yeah, I mean, regular season they had a good mix between be like, you know, the first few games. <laughs> <laughs> like who's gonna be? I mean, what do you mean on the on the Clippers? Yeah. I mean, Kawhi Leonard or Paul George? Oh man, I will be excited if that happens. I mean that it's already happened. <laughs> We've seen what happened. Yes, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, and LeBron played some really good defense, and hopefully he can carry that over into the yeah. playoffs too. I'd love to see defense LeBron, you know? Yeah. All right, then. I think uh, we move on to the – I guess we could do the four and five seeds since we're going in that order. Um, Pacers and Heat. I have the Heat winning. How about you? I'll go with the Heat as well. Uh, it just seems like they would – the Pacers would need um, TJ Warren to start heating up and – He's slowed down in the bubble, and uh, Victor Oladipo hasn't really shown up too much. Uh, I mean, he's scored decently well, but not to the superstar numbers that he used to put up. So I think Victor Oladipo is still getting back in the swing of things. Um, same with the with the Heat. They play very unselfish basketball, just like the Raptors. And it just seems like uh, Jimmy Butler is in TJ Warren's head, and he's defending him and everything. And so... Just seems like the Heat are gonna take this one. Yeah. Uh, it'll be a close one, though. Though I, I could see it going to seven. Yeah, I, I could. I would say six. Um, yeah, Jimmy Butler's been yapping at Warren. I watched a little bit of the game. Oladipo, you know, he had that major injury. He's been out for a while. Coming back, it takes you know a player time to get you know back to normal after a pretty big injury, and so he he'll need he'll need some time. And I don't expect him to be you know peak form anytime soon. So wait, do you think the Clippers and Mavericks game will go to seven? Yeah, I said it would go to seven. I think uh, the Clippers will win in seven. Okay, I can see that. That'll be kind of fire. Yeah, I'm still giving the Mavs a little, uh, the like a uh, puncher's chance. Like they have a chance. Is that a saying? Luka I don't know. Luka, anyway, yeah, the Heat pretty uh, Heat and six. I would say you're saying six or seven. I think we agree there. Um, on the other side, on the Western side. Um, Rockets and Thunder, you know, we were praising Chris Paul. What do you think of this one? See, now this one is, this one is like the closest one in my opinion out of all these games so far. Yes, I would agree. And I'd honestly, given that Russell Westbrook isn't going to play the first few games, I think the Thunder are going to take it. I think, Interesting. um, Steven Adams is going to be a problem for the Rockets, and he's guaranteed going to score 20 points per game. So you got that. And the Thunder play also unselfish basketball. No one's like the real star on the team. And, dude, Chris Paul just, just, you know, has a little bit of a grudge against the Rockets at this point uh, for good reason. And I, I just like the way the Thunder look. I mean, Rockets are the pretty much favorites in I could see them winning in like five games, but at the same time, the Thunder are just like those sneaky competitors that I don't know. The Rockets just don't show out in the postseason. Like who knows? First game they're gonna shoot zero for eighteen to start the freaking <laughs> postseason probably or something, and the Thunder are just gonna look dominant. I I don't know. I don't think the Rockets just are as full of a team, especially without Russell Westbrook. How long is he out for? I'm not sure. He has a quad injury. I think they said he could be back uh, after a few games into the series. So I have no idea what the prognosis is. It's still up in the air. I would, I would say like so the two, problem three games. is, is it going to be too late at that point? Yeah, too late, <laughs> too little, too little, too late. Yeah. 
Because Westbrook is amazing, right? Like He's he is really huge for that team. And so you take him out of the lineup and you still don't have a big to answer Steven Adams. So those early games, I'd lean towards giving him to the Thunder. And then once Russell Westbrook comes back, how many more games do the Thunder need to win at that point to take the series? And you don't want to rush Russell Westbrook back. You risk him injuring himself a little more, less explosiveness that hinders his whole performance as a whole. So it's like, I don't know. Do you really want him back as soon as possible? It, I guess it really depends on if how many games the, the Thunder win in the first few. Yeah, and I, and I think so. Just off the top of my head, every time, just like from my memory, Chris Paul's playoff like um streaks have always been like ruined by him getting injured right they were literally a chris paul injury a non-injury away from beating the warriors in that seven game series a few years back and you know i remember some series with the clippers where they they were in the playoffs they had a good run and then he got hurt so i'm i'm saying man chris paul is great in the playoffs and i i see the thunder winning this um i would say thunder in 6ish not sure uh I would agree with you. It's very important for them to win the first few games because that Russell Westbrook, you know, threat is just imminent. And you just, he's a wild card. He's so good. He could throw it all for a loop. And I also agree with you about um, Steven Adams. <laughs> the Rockets play small ball to the extreme. And uh, Steven Adams is like the opposite of that. He will just, you will get all the rebounds. I will say that. And the, yeah, that's a big reason why the Rockets need Russell Westbrook because he's a big rebounder yeah, for them. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, the fact that they won't have him, it's just going to be tough. I mean, you know, James Harden will do James Harden stuff. He'll score a ton. But I just don't know if they'll have enough, like, defensively or anything to take the first few games from the Thunder without Russell Westbrook. I think Russell Westbrook is probably the cog for that team right now. Uh, I mean, obviously, James Harden, the point, is he the point guard or shooting guard? Who knows? They probably just play whatever position. It's positionless basketball at this point. Yeah. But um, I think in the paint, you know, Russell Westbrook, nobody on the Thunder can stop Russell Westbrook. No. And nobody's going to stop James Harden either. Nobody can stop James Harden in general. Uh, he's just a pro, the mo, one of the most prolific scorers in NBA history. Uh, the problem is, is he's not going to score enough <laughs> to win the, the whole game. He's need to, he's going to put up he's going to have to put up like seventy point games if he wants to win alone, in my opinion. So I think the Thunder take the first few, and then the Rockets dig a hole that they can't come out of when once Russell Westbrook comes back. Like if Russell Westbrook comes back game three, then I give them a good chance. Mm-hmm. I give them a good chance in general. It's just a good like series. Yeah, and I'd say <clears throat> Thunder in like six or seven as well, just because it. All hinges on Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm, I would agree. And I think that'll be a fun series to watch. I think it's going on right now, right? I Possibly. could be mistaken. Anyway, uh, moving on. I guess we could stay in the West, Nuggets and Jazz. I have the Nuggets win. Not the, I don't have the Nuggets. I do have the Nuggets winning. Dude, here's my problem with these two teams, okay? I always confuse them. I don't know which one is which. <laughs> Sometimes I think well, Donovan... just know which- that the Utah is the most racist place for... The NBA. Okay, so. there goes our market in Utah. Thanks. Oh, great Utah! <laughs> Darn, I don't get any free potatoes. My friends in U- my friends in Utah. I think Idaho is the potato state. Oh yeah, you're right. Anyway, oh um, well, actually, yeah, the the Rockets are playing the Thunder right now, and they're winning fifty eight to thirty nine, pretty handily. Oh, never. There goes our prediction. 
I mean, possibly, oh, but uh, okay. we'll see what happens. It's still the first half. Yeah. Eric Gordon's actually doing well. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well, we'll see how that plays out. Right. Back to the Nuggets and Jazz. Nuggets win. They just have so many great players, man. Uh, Donovan Mitchell the is Nuggets, good. The Nuggets are the future they of are the, the NBA, future. man. Like, I watched the first game. It was basically Donovan Mitchell against everyone else. Rudy Gobert... Not really an offensive threat. He's great on defense. Held uh, Jokic to 29. Okay, believe it or not, that's still amazing. Right. Oh, he deserves a uh, MVP for that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, who else is scoring on the, in the Jazz? Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles. Okay. The, I think the second best scorer in the Jazz right now is Jordan Clarkson. Dude, he was he's, impressive. He's he was very impressive. He was shooting threes. There was a dry spell in game one where he wasn't making it, but... I, I do like their coaching. They're, they're coaching is like, if you miss it, just take it again. They're not going to get mad. So they have that confidence to keep on shooting. And that's what kept them in the game. Like that three-point shooting, Jordan Clarkson scoring, and Donovan Mitchell. But, you know, um, Mike Conley is out for a few games. Him coming back will make an impact. But I think, again, it's a little too little too late since the Nuggets are just so much better. Jamal Murray was so clutch. I watched that game, man. He made every single clutch shot towards the end of the game. He took over. Like in the first half, didn't really have that many points. But by the end of the game, including overtime, he had 36. He was just on point. Um, you got- and Jokic made that clutch three in overtime to basically ice the game. Yeah, exactly. Jokic <laughs> is just amazing too. Man, they just have so many good players. Like even their bench it's crazy. is amazing. Yeah. Like it's... it's uh, I think it's a wrap in five for the Nuggets. Five. I don't even give the Jazz a game, honestly. Like they need a super like they need a fifty seven point performance from Donovan Mitchell every night to even like make it remotely close, honestly. Um I don't I think the Nuggets sweep it. They're just so deep and I love me some Michael Porter Jr. If they give him the ball too and he starts going and he gets off, like He's also a game changer who, and I think in the first half he, he scored decently and then he kind of like Murray was on his game. So he didn't really want to give up, give it up at that point, uh, which could be the a downfall for a game or two for the Nuggets. All right. Like if uh, Jamal Murray just like thinks, oh man, I'm the guy. Let me take the shot. Because I think there was one I saw a highlight, if you could call it a highlight. Jamal Murray had three people on him and uh michael porter jr was wide open on the perimeter and he he was shooting well and instead of like giving it to michael porter jr and i think murray i'm pretty sure murray saw him murray took the contested three with three people in his face so was this towards the, the end best of the decision game? making i think it was in like the first half okay then never mind but yeah second quarter <clears throat> i like over. mpj he's really good um i would say he was scoring well and then he cooled off a little in the second half and because he's kind of a defensive liability, they subbed him out uh, late in the fourth and in overtime. And I think... And they didn't even use Bol Bol, who's the greatest player on their team. Exactly, dude. Mini Kevin Durant. Maybe he's bigger than Kevin Durant. I haven't checked his height. But, um, yeah, Nuggets in four or five, I would agree. Yeah, and the thing is, like, we were talking about this the other day. Like, 50-point um, performances in the finals who lost and LeBron's kind of the only one yeah. in the finals at least. But then there were quite a few in the uh, playoffs and now Donovan Mitchell's up t- at the basically top of the list next to um, 
Michael Jordan against the Celtics, and yep. then Elgin Baylor, who was, I think, also against the Celtics. Uh, like, those two put up, I think, 60-plus in the playoffs, and Mitchell is up there with them, and Wilt Chamberlain, and obviously, and those guys. So, uh, the other people who took who put losses, I, I wrote it down. Uh, obviously, Michael Jordan against the Celtics. Ray Allen, Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, uh, Billy Cunningham, Michael Jordan again, uh, Kobe Bryant. Oh wow! Those are the those are the players who <clears throat> put up fifty points and lost. He's in, in rare territory. He's he's also only twenty three, so he has a bright bright future. Yeah, actually, we've like the young people like Luca, um, what you call it, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, I think Jason Tatum had a good game too. It's like all these young guys are doing so well in their very like their first playoff performances. I, I know, um, what's his name? Jason Tatum had already been in the playoffs until yeah. Donovan Mitchell. But like as a debut for Luka Doncic, that was crazy. And then you know these young guys are doing well, and it'll be fun to watch him. Unfortunately, Jazz just don't have it in my opinion, and the Nuggets are gonna take it probably in four. Yeah, and speaking of the Celtics, I think we covered that, and that's the only game left in the first round. Um, I have them beating the 76ers. Honestly, the 76ers are a team which I thought I would care a lot about and then just do not care a single, like, F about. Like, man, they're just, uh, I don't know. It's so milk toast to me. Not even entertaining. I'm going to give it to the Celtics. Yeah. Celtics in five, I'd yeah. say. Yeah, Brett Brown, no. not the best coach. Um, Ben Simmons. Oh, ben is out. Simmons. Yeah, it's it's a wrap. Yeah, at that point, it's like, you know, I mean, Gordon Hayward's out now, but Gordon Hayward wasn't really like yeah, he wasn't. <clears throat> the star of the team. Exactly. And so yeah, Celtics and probably five. Mm-hmm. I would agree. <laughs> uh, I'll give the Sixers one game, like you know, just so happened to, they they squeeze by a game or something. Yeah. Round two though. Round two might get interesting. Yes, it will. Um, so you got, you want to move to the one seeds again? Yeah, we can do the one seeds. <clears throat> so for me, I think I think we had similar predictions. What did you predict in the Rockets? You Rockets Thunder? Yeah, I did. I think we had the same exact predictions. You you thought the Thunder were going to take it? Yeah. So it'd be Lakers Thunder. Yes. Which I think would be like a nice scraggy series, and like people are gonna really fight for that dub. Lakers take that one though. Lakers in, in five. Opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say Lakers said. in six. Okay, giving I'll, CP3 I'll take, some, yeah. some credit. Okay, dude, I think the Thunder's have, the Thunder have been underrated this entire season, and I think they're still being underrated in the playoffs. He's gonna destroy his banana boat brothers in the first two rounds. Possibly, Mello, dude. You never and know. Then, uh, CP3, and then let's see. The Bucks would play the Heat. I'm gonna say the Bucks in seven. <laughs> I think that's gonna be a long series. I'd say the Bucks in six, honestly, I, just because I think the the Heat will come in with a plan. They'll keep Giannis at the perimeter as much as they can. I mean, the Magic kind of kept him at the perimeter, which is kind of insane. Um, I was watching a little bit of the game, and sometimes he was forced to take these really ill-advised three-point shots, and they just uh, they hopefully they get on their groove. I like Eric Spolstra. I think he's a really good coach. Jimmy Butler is a dog. I I love Jimmy Butler. One of my favorite players. I love the grind he brings to the team. They have some veteran players. They have Andre Iguodala, you know, NBA Finals MVP 2015. <laughs> for letting LeBron James only score 32 points or whatever he did. Um, and 
double digit rebounds and assists. But yeah, that's a little rant. But yeah, no heat. Uh, not heat. Bucks and seven. I think the Heat will give them a run for their money. Yeah, I I honestly think the Bucks will be in their groove by that point and probably take it in five. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I think Giannis just dominates that series. Gotcha. Then what about the Lakers and Thunder? Oh no, we already covered that. Yeah, Lakers and five or six. All right. Um. Then it's Clippers and Nuggets. Clippers and Nugs. <laughs> no, dude. I have the Nugs in seven. That's... Do you really? Yes. I just, I love their depth. I love their bench. And man, they have, they have offense in every single manner you want. They got a great rookie. They got an excellent shooter in Jamal Murray, who's clutch AF. You got Jokic at the center and distributor. And he's just amazing too. Like, I think this is going to be a great series, and I and I have the Nuggets winning in seven. I want to I want to say the Nuggets win in seven, but I don't think they have the playoff experience that you know Kawhi Leonard has and Paul George and everything. And uh, I was going to I was leaning towards Nuggets, but if I look at it realistically, I'd I'd go with the Clippers in seven. Also, because you know the NBA is probably going to rig it to make it so that the Clippers Lakers is the Western Conference Finals. That's what they did in Game One of the first game the Clippers played in. <laughs> so you're not wrong. Yeah, so I've got Clippers in seven. Okay, I got uh, Nugs in seven. I, I also like, but I think you and I are on the same page in that I don't think the Clippers are as good as people are hyping them up. They're to not, be. and it's very annoying when people think they're just automatically the champions. Like the thing is, they they don't have that defensive prowess that everyone says they do, but they have more offense than one would expect. Like Kawhi is scoring more than he used to. Paul George can score very efficiently at any time. Uh, you know, the the whole team, Montrez Harrell, Lou Will, the only bad scorer on that team is Patrick Beverly. And so, you know, they're, they're not living up to expectations defensively, but they're beating expectations offensively. Which is the exact opposite for the Lakers, I feel. Like, I think the Lakers are scoring less than people expected, but they're playing better defense than people expected them to. Yeah, and uh, that's going to be a series to watch, in my opinion. That's going to be great. Um, so you got Nuggets in seven. I've got Clippers in seven. Gotcha. And then I guess we move on to Raptors and Celtics, which I think will be another easy route for the Raptors. <laughs> I don't yeah, think Raptors the Celtics are going to... Dude, the Raptors are being slept on. People don't. I think the Raptors will play a bunch of close games, but win them. Yeah, they're very clutch. Nick Nurse, I love as a coach. I think he's one of the top two or three coaches in the league, along with the exposure Doc Rivers. So that should be a good series. Yeah, I think I think it'll be a good series, but I think the Raptors will take most of the games, even if they are close, just because. I don't know. They're. I think they have the better mentality. I mean, obviously, Jason Tatum has proven to be clutch and. Maybe Jalen Brown kind of sometimes here and there, but they're not, I don't know. They don't have the, the Raptors are just high off their recent win. And I think they're trying to prove themselves that, you know, is was Kawhi the reason they won it all? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, I think that whole team was great and they've been playing great basketball with and without Kawhi. So. Uh, we'll see where the Raptors go. I think the Raptors take it. I take think the this reason they won easily. is because uh, someone tore their ACL and someone tore their Achilles. I think that's the reason they won. <laughs> but putting that aside, um, yeah, no, that's an easy one for the Raptors. 
they are the defending champs. I will give them that credit. Um, yeah. So next, it would be the Lakers against the Nugs, or for you, the Lakers against the Clippers. And I'll just start off with my prediction. I think the Lakers will win this series just because I believe in LeBron James. There's really nothing else I can really say. I think he's proven his record. He's been to eight straight finals. And the the only reason he didn't go to nine straight was because he got hurt, in my opinion. Man, like, uh, yeah, no, no contest. Lakers win this just off LeBron's goatness. It's a very subjective analysis, but it's my analysis. <laughs> I think LeBron is the reason they win this as well against the Clippers. LeBron Playoff LeBron is no joke. Even at age 35, he's slowing down, getting those gray hairs. But, dude, he just is something else in the playoffs, and it's such a wonderful sight to see. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take Lakers v. Clippers. I'll go with Lakers. Um, and, you know, nobody's really mentioning... We're not mentioning Anthony Davis for some reason. That man is a bad man, bro. He could bro. be the second best player in the league. So, yeah, it's... He, uh, legitimately good. Well, as long if Kevin Durant's not playing. Yeah, true. <laughs> then, yeah. True. Um, but yeah, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, that's such a great duo. And yeah. I, I think LeBron will... Le, playoff LeBron will elevate Anthony Davis. And this is Anthony Davis's first real taste at playoff. Like, yes, he made it a few times on the Pelicans, but... Did anyone really give them a chance? No, and now he's like he didn't on have the a expectations. team, right? And unfortunately, Lakers don't have Avery Bradley. I think Avery Bradley's huge for the um for the Lakers as a defender, and he was scoring very well too. Like he was just one of the best players on the Lakers this season, and objectively, but. I still think playoff LeBron is just going to take over yeah, so and it's going to be a sight to see. We agree that the Lakers will be in the NBA championship round. Um, different opponent, but same outcome. Yeah, we think they're going to be in the finals. And then on the other side, we would have the Bucks against the Raptors. Uh, what, what? Now this <laughs> is going to be a series. Who do you have? One no, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say Lakers and Clippers also go to seven, but... Bro, I don't know who I have winning against Bucks and Raptors. I'm just going to say it. I have the Raptors winning. I'm going to go with the Bucks, actually. Okay. Okay. Fair. I think I think the big... I mean, obviously, <sighs> Kawhi is Kawhi Leonard, bro. And he, he showed how good he was and how important he was to that team last season. But this season, the Raptors are playing such unselfish basketball. But I think the problem is they kind of stopped... Giannis, but stopping Giannis was the same thing as stopping LeBron when Iguodala won his MVP, yeah. right? Stopping Giannis is 25 points per game. Now, I can see why the Raptors could win because outside of Giannis, you know, Middleton's good, not great, uh, and he can flounder in the playoffs. Uh, Eric Bledsoe, yeah, so this Drew is, Bledsoe, this is whatever. What, this is what I was saying, right? The single most important key in this series as a player, is not Giannis. Giannis will get his. It's Chris Middleton. If Middleton is not up to par, the Raptors win this. Possibly, but they do have... Um, well, is Malcolm Brogdon playing right now? Uh, he's on the Pacers, right? Oh, he's on the Pacers. I'm dumb. That's, that's uh, why I'm giving the, dude, the Bucks screwed up trading away Brogdon. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm. So, and then, uh, yeah. Ooh, that's tough. They don't have anyone. I don't know, man. They don't. But, bro, I think I think Giannis is that next face of the league type of guy who can take like they didn't call they didn't call the Raptors the Lebronto Raptors because you know <laughs> uh Kyrie Irving cooked them up they called it they call it Lebronto because LeBron alone cooked them up and yes they are older now they have more experience OG Anunoby and Pascal Siakam were babies when LeBron was destroying them and remember that OG Anunoby was not in the playoffs last year because he was hurt yeah, and I'm a fan of OG Anunoby, but he also hasn't... I thought he was going to be much better this season than he was, than he has been. Uh, I mean, we'll see. He's still, like, recovering. Like, that guy had a bad injury, so it's like... I don't know. I, I like OG Anunoby. I like the Raptors a lot. And I can see... I can definitely see them in the championship. I just think that... I, it's just, like... Giannis... It it would be a really good storyline for his career to beat the Raptors, right? Like he lost to the Raptors mm-hmm. last year pretty handily, and it just feels like he has to take that next step into superstardom and make that championship. And bro, the headlines: LeBron versus Giannis. You know, ah, oh, that would be amazing to watch in the finals. It would. I just uh, I will unfortunately give be a quick finals. I will give Giannis credit. <laughs> yeah, it would. Um, I guess that's a prediction for you. Um, I will give Giannis this credit. He has the opportunity to grab this and beat the Raptors. By no means am I counting him out. So, I think Raptors in seven, there's a decent chance the Bucks pull it off. If they do, that just more props to Giannis, in my opinion. So, yeah, I think uh, we'll move on to the championship round. And yeah. uh, I've got the Lakers winning, regardless who who their opponent is, honestly. Uh, I, who would have thought? Tell <laughs> me. Tell you that. Um, yeah, I have the Lakers winning as well, and it's going to be the return of the LeBronto Raptors, baby! <laughs> LeBronto Raptors 2.0, Lakers win it in four. LeBron's That's like, oh, fun story you thought you were good? Never mind. I'm back. And then they're going to, I'm just joking. I'll give the Raptors uh, the credit they deserve. Um, It'll be Lakers and five, bro. Lakers and five. That's what I'm gonna say. Oh, that's the credit you give them. <laughs> you give them one game. Oh man, I I at least give. I think the Bucks could take two games from the Lakers. Yeah, well, I, the, either series would be fun. The inner fan in me wants Lakers Bucks for what you said, LeBron versus Giannis. But just with the way I was thinking about this being more of a team element in the playoffs. I think uh, the Raptors have that edge over the Bucks, and that's why I have them there. But again, it's a toss-up, and I would love to see both. Yeah, this is going to be a great playoffs. As a tidbit side note before we end off the podcast, Brennan Lau is being slept on for AL MVP in the MLB. I know this is a basketball podcast, <laughs> but he just hit a three-run home run off of Masahiro Tanaka, who is having a blazing start to the season. And the Rays are winning 4-0 against the Yankees right now. And Brandon Lau is really coming into his own as a superstar player in the MLB, akin to the likes of LeBron James and Giannis oh, Antetokounmpo. So... Maybe at half the height oh, because he's kind of short, okay. but the power is there, bro. He hits, he destroys fastballs, and he's learning to hit those off-speed pitches very well too. And dude, I don't know, he's giving Mike Trout a run for his money. But yes, LeBron James gonna take over the playoffs. I think it's going to be a sight to see because we won't get many more of these, unfortunately. Nope, it's coming near the end. 
Anyway, I think that concludes our NBA playoff predictions. Do you have any other things to say other than your little MLB rant? No, I, it's not even a rant. I'm just saying <laughs> the Rays are goaded. And I guess it is a rant. Brandon Lau is, uh, is underrated. But, yeah, I think it's going to be a fun playoff. So we've already seen some crazy games with the Mavericks. The Nuggets and Jazz was a crazy game. So um, crazy games all around. The West just seems like like even if the Clippers were to make it to the finals, Mm, I'd say if it's Raptors Clippers, I'd I'd honestly give it still to the Clippers. Yeah. Um, but Bucks Clippers, maybe I'd give it to the Bucks. I don't know. It, it, the Bucks are a strange team, right? They're very top heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see how they do, and it, it'll be fun regardless of the final outcome, which will be LeBron James holding the trophy, which is the inevitable outcome. Anyway, <laughs> I think that concludes the One Indie Podcast for this week. Please check us out on all our social media. Uh, you can check us out on Twitter, on Instagram, where many have been calling me a bronsexual. I love that slide. <laughs> um, check out karmastyles.com, where we're selling some one indie podcast merch, along with some interesting and cool designs that we put a lot of effort into. I know Vicasa's put a lot of work into a lot of those designs. The logo is clean. You can rep that anywhere you go. And uh, yeah, that concludes this podcast. And stay tuned for some really cool designs coming up in the near future. Yes, sir. Especially for you anime fans. Yes, sir. We'll have an anime podcast soon just to, you know, spice it up a little bit, the launch. Yep. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the One of the Podcast.